0: To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach,
1: visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech headlines for Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. In 2021, the Wikimedia Foundation announced Wikimedia Enterprise, a service offering an API for high-volume commercial reusers of Wikimedia content. Wikimedia Enterprise announced its first two customers are Google and the Internet Archive. Wikimedia Enterprise also announced a free trial account for new users, offering up to 10,000 on-demand requests and unlimited access to a 30-day snapshot. As part of a settlement with the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, Meta will change its ad algorithm for housing, employment, and credit opportunities. The company will use a variance reduction system to ensure that intended target of an ad and actual audience that receive it align. Meta will also remove the special ad audiences functionality, letting advertisers target lookalike audiences of users in these categories. This settlement stems from a 2018 case that accused Facebook of allowing advertisers to discriminate based on race and other protected characteristics for housing ads. A couple of Twitter notes here. Twitter partnered with Shopify to launch a sales channel app for all U.S. merchants, letting merchants onboard to Twitter's shopping manager dashboard. This provides product catalog tools and lets merchants add other shopping profile features. Then, TechCrunch's sources say Twitter began testing a notes feature with select users, letting them create articles with rich formatting and uploaded media. And finally, Twitter will hold a Chirp developer conference on November 16th in San Francisco. It's only held one other Chirp conference before, way back in 2010. The Yonhap News Agency sources say it expects Samsung to announce mass production of chips built on its 3-nanometer node next week ahead of TSMC. This will allow for up to 45% area reduction while providing 30% more performance and 50% lower power consumption compared to older processes. Bloomberg reports that 19 of the 20 fastest-growing chip industry firms over the past year are in China. A year ago, the number was 8 out of 20. Revenue for these fast growing Chinese chip companies is also growing faster than companies like ASML or TSMC, with total sales from Chinese chip making rising 18% in 2021. Even established companies like SMIC reported a 67% surge in quarterly sales. The Chinese government is investing billions of dollars into its domestic chip companies. Amazon announced its first fully autonomous mobile robot called Proteus, designed to move large carts in warehouses. Proteus bots are equipped with advanced safety, perception, and navigation technology to avoid human warehouse workers. Amazon also showed a robot arm system called Cardinal that can select and lift individual packages up to 50 pounds, expected to deploy in warehouses next year. For the 20th anniversary of Google News, Google redesigned the service to feature a column showcasing local news by city. Vice President of Product for News Brad Bender said searches for local news increased threefold over the past five years. To further a vision of a metaverse built on open interoperability, several companies joined up to form the Metaverse Standards Forum. Among the founding companies are NVIDIA, Microsoft, Wayfair, IKEA, Adobe, Alibaba, Epic Games, Huawei, Qualcomm, Sony, and Meta. The organization is open to any member at no cost. Fitbit launched a new sleep profile for premium subscribers, examining eight metrics like time before sound sleep, disrupted sleep, and bedtime consistency. The feature will offer monthly reports comparing metrics with averages for age and gender. Sleep profiles will be available on the Fitbit Sense, Versa 3, Versa 2, Charge 5, Lux, and Inspire 2 wearables. IKEA updated its mobile app with a new AI feature called Creative which can identify and delete objects in a 3D-scanned room, letting users lay out new items without clutter. IKEA also integrated shopping carts directly into its visualization tools, letting you buy items after you see how they look in your space. Slack announced it's adding video chat and screen sharing to its Huddles feature this fall. Previously, these were audio-only. The feature can only be used within Slack, meaning you can't send invite links to outside users. The Slack app itself has offered one-on-one and group video calls since 2016. Microsoft will add keyboard and mouse support to Xbox Cloud Gaming soon. Microsoft says developers can add support for keyboards and mice in games now, so a title's ready when the feature launches. Microsoft also confirmed there is a shortage of Xbox controllers. The company says it's working as fast as possible to improve the supply. Meanwhile, Microsoft is pulling public access to several of its Azure Face facial analysis tools, including ones that attempt to read emotions. Microsoft will also retire Azure Face's attempts to identify attributes such as gender, age, smile, facial hair, hair, and makeup. New customers lose access now, and existing customers will lose access June 30th. Microsoft will continue to use the technologies in its own Seeing AI machine vision aid. In June 2021, GitHub and OpenAI launched a technical preview of Copilot, an extension that uses an AI model to suggest lines of code and offer text-to-code suggestions. GitHub announced Copilot is now available to all developers, free for students, and verified open-source contributors. Twitter user @someoneandrew noted that the integrated music recognition feature in iOS 16 and 15.6 beta now syncs with the Shazam app. The music recognition feature launched with iOS 14.2 and was powered by Shazam's tech, Apple acquired in 2018. The Standards Committee for the PCI-SIG Developers Conference 2022 announced the specifications for PCI Express 7.0, targeted for release in 2025. This theoretically allows for up to 512 gigabytes per second of bidirectional throughput over a 16-lane connection, double that of PCI Express 6.0. The committee only finalized PCI Express 6.0 specifications back in January. And finally, nothing confirmed to PC Mag that it will not launch its phone one device in North America, instead focusing on the UK and Europe, where the company has strong partnerships with carriers. The company says it has plans to launch a smartphone in the US in the future. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all these headlines there as well.